0: Now.
1: I don't know who he is behind that mask of his, but I do know when we need him. And we need him now.
2: I'll call him, sir. For some reason, the cool bars in Hollywood have to be hard to find and have to have no sign.
1: This is the Cocktail Nation. This week on the show, it's all classic lounge, and Gary Wells is back with a segment called Cinema Speculation. Look at the water swing, gig guide, and an interesting piece of fashion history. Here's Barney Kessel. It ain't necessarily so. This is the Cocktail Nation. on Broadway, a collaboration between the familiar songwriting team of Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller and also the successful team of Barry Mann and Cynthia Weil. According to Cynthia, this was written with a girl group in mind. The original version, in fact, was recorded by The Crystals in 1962, and she told NPR's Fresh Air with Terry Gross, it was about a girl coming to New York and dreaming of Broadway and stardom. It was much more a kind of escape, really, from a small town. I'm going to make it when I get there. When we met Jerry and Mike and played this for them, they said, you know, we're doing The Drifters, so it would need to have a whole other perspective. You can go home and do it yourself and you can write it for us. And she said, these guys were our idols. We thought they were terrific and what a fantastic opportunity it would be to to work with them. So we ended up reworking the song completely.
3: Cocktail Nation. Words with Wellesay.
2: You're a librarian. Mr. Wordsworth you in books and two fives and pamphlets and clothes stacks on the musty insides of a language factory. Words, Mr. Words,
0: too long, people.
4: Because I was allowed to see things the other kids weren't, I appeared sophisticated to my classmates. And because I was watching the most challenging movies of the greatest movie-making era in the history of Hollywood, they were right I was. To one degree or another, I've spent my entire life since, both attending movies and making them, trying to recreate the experience of watching a brand new Jim Brown film on a Saturday night in a black cinema in 1972. Hey gang, I'm Gary Wells from Vintage Leisure at soulrideblog.com, and I'm here with another book recommendation for the Cocktail Nation. This time we're looking at Cinema Speculation by Quentin Tarantino from 2022. In this book, Quentin Tarantino is able to straddle two worlds. It is equal parts academic film theory and after-hours coffee shop breeze shooting. With little preamble, Quentin tells of his personal experiences going to the movies with his mom and stepfather and later with his mom and her various boyfriends. He takes time to roll out his long history with and his fondness for black cinema his mother dated many black guys who befriended little Quint and would take him to theaters in which he was the only white person. Then QT gets specific and devotes chapters to single films. The author charts Hollywood's path through the late 60s and into the 1970s by discussing classic films like Bullet, Dirty Harry, and Deliverance and lesser-known cult favorites like The Outfit, Sisters, and Rolling Thunder. In the chapter on Bullet, QT provides insight courtesy of his discussions with Steve McQueen's first wife, and here he makes a point about film plots and the fact that many viewers cared little for them. Movies like Bullet were given free reign to be more exciting as they veered away from specific plotting. Tarantino says this broke the back of the police procedural and celebrated style over substance. The whole purpose of this book, I suppose, is for Quentin to share his opinions and for us readers to learn of his perspective. Therefore, you need to be at least somewhat interested in his takes, or at least be willing to hear what one of the greatest filmmakers of this age has to say about these seminal films from this groundbreaking era. And the book is not just Tarantino's opinion, but it's partly a discussion of how movies get made. Of particular interest for readers will be what happens to a screenwriter's script once it gets into the hands of a director working with who and what he's got when on location. Additional changes to scripts during filming come as a result of what Quentin calls societal compromise. The races of some of the script's villains and victims were often tweaked to make the movies more acceptable. The most compelling chapter in cinema speculation bears a title that sums up the whole book, New Hollywood in the 70s, the post-60s anti-establishment auteurs versus the movie brats. In this chapter that bears multiple readings, Q makes a point about movies in post-war America becoming more adult and moving away from being entertainment for the whole family. Part of this, he says, can be seen in historical films made by the new breed that finally examined America's troubling history, as opposed to the whitewashing techniques of the previous 50 years. Tarantino cannily discusses audiences at the dawn of the 70s being subjected to bummer films that were anti-everything until relief came thanks to the movie brats, the first crop of film school-educated directors, and their understandable, entertaining films. Fascinating discourse here. Discussion later turns to Sylvester Stallone's Paradise Alley, and this section is particularly interesting. Here, Tarantino displays his expertise on the East Side kids, and provides insight on what the success of Sly's Rocky did to the entirety of late 70s cinema. Later still, Quentin shares a thought-provoking take on directors blaming studios for neutering great scripts, turning them into spineless movies. Tarantino says he would rather that some films were never made, that it is better to have a film abandoned in pre-production than to listen to directors deride their movies for all eternity. The style and tone of the writing here is about as you would expect coming from Quentin Tarantino. Q uses F-bombs more than he uses a thesaurus, but this conversational method makes it feel like having a chat about film with a buddy, a feeling particularly aided by the many personal remembrances related here. Make no mistake though, this is no lightweight work. This book is loaded with many deep academic observances that may have you pausing to make a concentrated effort to pick up some of what Quentin is putting down. Buried in the text is a key of sorts to accepting all of the specifics that Tarantino shares in Cinema Speculation. When talking about sisters, QT briefly mentions that director Brian De Palma did not grow up devouring classic film, nor did he keep scrapbooks, make notes, and keep files on index cards of all the movies he saw growing up like Peter Bogdanovich and I did. So here, in a quick aside, the reader understands how Tarantino remembers that he saw this movie on a double bill with that movie at that theatre on that date he has simply accessed his own ample archives. Not just the what and when, but also his thoughts on the films and his perspectives have been saved down through the years. I'm sure this helped to make this book pretty easy for Q to write. The reader should come away from this book discerning Quentin Tarantino's wealth of film knowledge, and this should in turn cause people to appreciate anew his own nine movies as you will now know where many of his film ideas came from. We also should come away with fresh appreciation of the directors and films he highlights. For me personally, I love that Tarantino endorses my long-held feeling that films are to be enjoyed for what you get from them, and this includes movies that you know are bad or fail in some way, but you love the experience anyways. As Tarantino notes late in this excellent book, We didn't love the movie, we loved watching it. You see, it's about more than just the critique. My thoughts exactly. So to wrap up, I can highly recommend Cinema Speculation by Quentin Tarantino. You can find plenty of copies for sale at Abe Books. If you'd like to read the full review of this book, you can head over to my website. I'd like to thank Coop Cooper and Cocktail Nation. Once again, this is Gary Wells from SoulRideBlog.com and I'm encouraging you to pick up a book.
3: Words with we Welsay, Cocktail Nation.
1: This is the Cocktail Nation.
4: Really big deal.
1: Nation Richards, yes, sir. That's my baby, the wife of one Stan Kenton. It's lounge leader Coop Cooper with you. The Hot Rod Rock and Rumble is coming up August twenty-four. You can check that and a whole lot of other gigs by the World of Swank Gig Guide up on the website cocktailnation.net.
3: On the Cocktail Nation, Coop goes deep.
1: Nudists must have trouble cleaning off the lenses of their glasses.
3: Very deep, Cocktail Nation.
5: E mm. If your heart is beating madly, then let the music start Hold me, hold me, it's heaven, who oh, is it's heaven when you hold me I want you tonight and day, oh, I want you here to stay
1: Warren Barker 77 Sunset Strip. The 1950 show filmed entirely on the Warner Brothers lot, but the opening 30-second sequence was filmed in front of Dino's Lodge, located at 8524 Sunset Boulevard. In the summer of 58, Dean Martin and his business partner, Maury Samuels, bought a former restaurant called the Alpine Lodge, and they hired Dean's brother, Bill, to manage the place and immediately renamed it Dino's Lodge. Out front, they placed an enormous neon sign featuring Dean Martin's handsome face and it became one of Hollywood's campus novelties. There's a suit and tie jazz joint, instantly hip and serving homestyle Italian cuisine, steaks and breakfast until 4am. And the interior included dark wood panelling and comfortable leather booths meant to replicate Dean Martin's personal den. We also played Herbie Man and Our Man Flint, and this is Les Baxter, Coffee Bean, and Calabash Annie.
3: de cocktail Nation Weed Cooper. Tout tout, the cocktail nation.
7: The party is in full
3: swing now and everyone is having a gas. On
7: the
2: cocktail
8: nation. Daddy. Hey, daddy. What's that there? Hey, daddy, what that there? And why that under there? Oh, daddy, oh, hey, daddy, oh, look it over there. Hey, where they goin' there, and what they doin' there? And daddy, can I have that big elephant over there? Hey, who, daddy, in my chair, and what she doing there? No, oh, daddy, oh, hey, daddy, can I go over there? Hey, daddy, what's a square, and where do we get here? And Daddy, can I have that big elephant over there? He's a good kid, man, he doesn't want anything hid. He's forever demanding to know who and why and what and where Inquisitive child, and sometimes the questions are wild Like, Daddy, can I have that big elephant over there? Don't want to curl my hair, wear my teddy bear Daddy, look at that cowboy coming there Hey, can I have a pair of boots like that to wear? Daddy, can I have that big elephant over there? The time will march, the years will go The little fella's gonna grow I gotta tell him what he needs to know As life's parade goes trudging by He'll need to know some reasons why I don't have all the answers, but I'll try Physical kid, man, he doesn't want anything hit Inquisitive child, and sometimes the questions are why Hey daddy, what that there, and why that under there And oh daddy, oh hey daddy, oh look it over there Hey where they going there, and what they doing there And daddy, can I have that big elephant over there and Daddy, can I have that big elephant over there? And Daddy, oh Daddy, oh Daddy, oh Daddy, oh Daddy, oh
1: Daddy, oh Daddy. Oh Daddy! Mel Tomei and Dad Dare. Official website, goctaNation.net, if you'd like to see what's going on in the Sydney Penthouse. And of course, check out the... Uh, the World Went Gig Guide, and Lounge Life magazine. Today, much more stuff going on. In the 1840s, instead of saying cheese, people used to say prunes when having their picture taken. This was intentionally to keep the mouths taut in photographs since big smiles were seen as childish. So next time you get your photo taken... You'll have prunes. Well, that's about it, stuff fans. We'll have more for you at another time. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Cocktail Nation. Central Sydney.
7: We are just so thankful for this station
9: because I um, just love it. The Cocktail Nation. You know, we have songs we like, we know it's good. Coop
1: Koob Cooper on The Cocktail Nation.
9: The Cocktail Nation. Ta, Eu quis amar, mas tive medo e quis salvar meu coração, mas o amor sabe um segredo. Matar o teu coração, água de bebê, água de bebê, camarada, água de bebê, água de bebê camará. O me vida, o vida. Pra escola do perdão A minha casa vi de aberta Abre todas as portas do coração Água de bebê Água de bebê, camarada Água de bebê I'm going to be a baby, I'm going to be a baby, I'm going to be a baby, I'm going to i to
5: Initiated.
1: Yes, I know, a simple door lock would be a lot easier to get into the penthouse. But hey, i got some nice records up there. Hello. The Cartel Nation.
3: Une de Cocktail Nation.
4: Perpetuating lie. How do you sleep at night? Bed made of money. I hate to break it to you, but there is no big lie. There is no system. The universe is indifferent.
1: Man, why do you have to say that?
3: Cocktail Nation with copper.
2: Give you love that lasts forever And the promise to be near each time you call And the only heart I own For you and you alone That's all That's all I can only give you country walks in springtime And a hand to hold when leaves begin to fall And a love whose burning light Will warm the winter night That's all That's all There are those I am sure who have told you They would give you the world for toys All I have are these arms to enfold you And a love time can never destroy If you're wondering what I'm asking in return, dear You'll be glad to know that my demands are small Say it's me that you'll adore For now and evermore That's all That's all There are those I am sure who have told you They would give you the world for talk all I have are these arms to enfold you And a love time can never destroy If you're wondering what I'm asking in return Yeah, you'd be glad to know that my demands are small Say it's me that you adore Yeah, it's me that you adore For now and evermore That's all This
3: ce de cocktail Nation 8 Coupeur
0: at christopher columbus when he said the world was round they all laughed when edison recorded sound they all laughed at wilbur and his brother when they said that man could fly They told my coney Wallace was a phony. It's the same old cry. They laughed at me, wanting you. Said I was reaching for the moon. But oh, you came through. Now they'll have to change their tune. They all said we never could be happy. They laughed at us and how, but ho ho ho! Who's got the last laugh now? They all laughed at Rockefeller Center. Now they're fighting to get. Whitney and his cotton gin They all laughed at Fulton and his steamboat Hershey and his chocolate bar Ford and his Lizzie kept the lappers busy That's how people are They laughed at me Wanting you Said it would be hello goodbye But oh, you came through now they're eating humble pie. They all said we'd never get together. Darling, let's take a bow. Burr, ho, ho, ho. who's got the last laugh? He, he, he. Let's at the past laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Who's got the last laugh now?
1: Nation. Broadcasting from the center of Sydney. Tell me where the bomb is. 10 seconds of you're dead. I have a better idea. How about I simply kill you all? <laughs> the cocktail nation. Always dangerous. Always dangerous. Shelley Mann and Peter Gunn on The Cocktail Nation. Well, that's it for me tonight. Next week on the show, we are talking spies once again. Going to leave you with Ada Lee at night in Tunisia. Stay up.
5: To be told. Each night's a deeper night in a world ages cold. The cares of the day seem to vanish. The ending of day brings release. Each wonderful night in Tunisia, where the nights are filled with. Wonderful.